Hello and welcome to HW News Report. Here you can listen to news from political and economical world. Follow this podcast now to stay updated. At HW News, we have been delivering news that matters to you. Our goal is to present you with information that simulates conversation around topics of larger public importance that are often lost in the noise of shrill prime time. It's yet another day and yet another development in the Adani stock crash saga after the report by Hindenburg Research. The bloodbath in Adani Group company shares continue on the D street. Many retail investors are now worried at the speed with which the shares are falling. Even on the budget day, the scenes were no different. Surrounded by allegations of stock manipulation and biggest fraud in the corporate history, Adani Group yesterday, in a shock move, announced that it will withdraw its FPO. Late in the evening, on Wednesday, Adani Group issued a statement stating that the board has decided to call off the 20,000 crore rupees follow-on public offer and return the entire money to its investors. The FPO opened on January 27th and was oversubscribed with non-institutional investors including HNIs, that is high net worth individuals and family offices of industrialists taking the lead in investing in it despite the market turbulence it faced due to Hindenburg report allegations. Even though there were concerns, some sections of population stood in support of Adani. But now there are fresh allegations that the Adani group invested its own money in its own $2.5 billion FPO via shell companies. However, the question is, what might have prompted Adani to withdraw the FPO? Well, he did break his silence and issued a video statement today, but there is more to it. And it only spells trouble for Mr. Adani. Let's talk about this in today's video. Hello, my name is Aarti and you're watching HW News. But before we go further, if you're watching this video on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe to our channel, you like this video and you comment below it. If you're watching on Facebook, then please follow our page and share this video to as many people as possible. A week ago, Mr. Gautam Adani was the third richest person in the world with his net worth exceeding even that of Amazon's Jeff Bezos. But today, in less than a week after Hindenburg research report came out, he has slipped to 16th rank on the Forbes billionaire list. His personal net worth slid down to $74.7 billion, almost $14 billion of market wealth wiped out. Adani Group first accused Hindenburg Research of malicious intent behind the report, highlighting that it came just days before its FPO launch. It also threatened of legal action. Hindenburg Research, on the other hand, welcomed it and dared Adani Group to respond to 88 questions that it asked. Adani Group released 413-page document then, with only 27 pages dedicated to answers to questions raised. Rest were either annexures or introduction and brief information. Even so, his FPO went through the storm and not only was it fully subscribed, but it was oversubscribed. While retail investors remained disinterested in this FPO, the saving grace was non-institutional investors with whose help the FPO sailed through. While anchor investors invested 6,000 crore rupees, HNI family offices participated big time for the remaining 14,000 crore rupees. Abu Dhabi's royal family-backed International Holding Co., that is also known as IHC, invested $400 million in the FPO to subscribe to 16% of the share sale. There were also whispers that even Indian leading industrialist backed the FPO. Some names are floating in the public domain, but we wouldn't be mentioning that in this video for the simple reason that the news is not yet confirmed. 
And while this oversubscription of FPO was seen as some sort of victory for Adani Group against short seller Hindenburg Research, within a day came the shock move. In a surprise action, Adani Enterprise Limited yesterday called off the FPO and announced that it will return the money to its investors. The statement said, and I quote, Given the unprecedented situation and the current market volatility, the company aims to protect the interest of its investing community by returning the FPO proceeds and withdraws the completed transaction. Quoting chairman of the group, Gautam Adani, it further states, and I quote, Given these extraordinary circumstances, the company's board felt that going ahead with the issue will not be morally correct. The interest of the investors is paramount and hence to insulate them from any potential financial losses, the board has decided not to go ahead with the FPO. However, it reassured that its balance sheet is healthy and it has impeccable track record of servicing its debt. It also stated that this will not affect its future plans. Now let's talk about the Forbes report. A little while after Adani Group called off its FPO, a report by John Hayat in Forbes said that two companies with alleged ties with Adani underwrote the FPO. Incidentally, according to the report, these are the same companies who are accused by Hindenburg Report to be allegedly assisting Adani in stock market manipulation. Elara Capital India Private Limited, a subsidiary of London-based investment firm Elara Capital and Monarch Networth Capital, an Indian brokerage firm, were two of the ten underwriters. According to the report, Elara Capital's India Opportunities Fund is an offshore vehicle that holds $3 billion worth of publicly traded stock in Adani companies. The report alleges it serves as one of Adani's stock parking entities to skirt Indian regulations. On the other hand, Monarch Networth Capital, an Indian brokerage firm, has been partially owned by the privately held Adani Properties Private Limited since 2016, according to Hindenburg's report. But even after this, more trouble seemed to be awaiting Mr. Adani. Switzerland-based global financial major Credit Suisse has stopped accepting bonds of some of the group entities of Adani Group as collateral for margin loans. This means the lending value of some Adani Group entities has been cut to zero for the private banking clients of Credit Suisse AG. Shortly after this, Citigroup Incorporation's wealth arm has also stopped accepting securities of Gautam Adani's group of firms as collateral for margin loans. According to Bloomberg, Citigroup in its internal memo said, and I quote, In recent days, we have seen a dramatic price drop of Adani-issued securities. Stock and bond prices have plummeted following the negative news around the group's financial health. The bank reportedly said in the memo it has decided to remove lending value to all the Adani-issued securities with immediate effect. Now, back home, troubles have also mounted for Adani Group. According to reports, the Reserve Bank of India has now sought details from banks about the exposure to Adani Group companies. The market regulator SEBI, however, is yet to announce any probe on the matter. Questions have also been raised by the opposition over the steady silence of SEBI. Today, the joint opposition raised the issue in the parliament and also demanded a JPC probe into the matter. The government has so far kept mum on this issue. It is important to note here that PM Modi and his government often face criticism of crony capitalism and handing out undue favours to Adani. The question, however, remains, is the clock ticking for Adani empire? Do let us know what you think about this in the comment box below. For more news and updates, you can log on to www.hwnews.in. Now be the first to know about the latest updates on our new news app. 
Go on your Android or iOS, search for HW News Network. Download our app, choose the language you prefer to get updates in and be up to date with the latest news. If you like this episode, please rate us with 5 stars right now. HW News Podcasts are available on Benchpods and all other audio platforms. Also, don't miss to check out South Connect from the House of HW News Podcasts. And we're sure you'll love it too.